Welcome to Let's Talk Tag, the podcast where we talk tag. What we say on here is what you're going to hear. Let's do this. Welcome everybody to Let's Talk Tag. This time around we've got a one-on-one and today I've got a gentleman on the phone. His name is Mr. Benny Holt. Benny, how the hell are you today? Going not too bad, mate. How are you doing? I'm going really well. I have to congratulate and tell everybody you are for Queensland referee and we do awards at the end of every year and you've been given the uh, given the trophy for the male referee of the year. So congratulations. Well done. Well deserved. Thank, thank you very much, mate. Appreciate it. I've got you on today as a as a referee. Everybody's he's driving the car, so we're in a bit of a, a bit of a little bit of noisy. But in all the game, you've been refereeing for a long time. Question for you, question one, really. How did you get involved in Oztag? And if you can remember, uh, what venue was it and what year? Um, so I'm 32 now. Uh, my first game at Oztag was when I was eight years old, and it was uh, down at Kirawi, believe it or not. Wow. Um, I was playing uh, footy down there when I was living down there when I was a young fella, and uh, yeah, we put in an Oztag team, so yeah, eight years old was my very first game of Oztag. I did not know that, and I've known you for a while. Well, there you go. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. And when did you get involved? You played then at eight, but when did you get involved in refereeing then? First game refereeing, I was 13 years old, and that was actually at Miami Oztag, believe it or not. Um, what age group did you start, seniors or juniors? Uh, so I was seniors straight into it. Dino just asked um, if I wanted to referee or could I referee a couple of games for him and he threw me straight into seniors. So I actually never refereed juniors until yeah, late in my refereeing career so far. So you went backwards. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Second question then, your first tag tournament, um, what was it and how do you think you went? Uh, first tag tournament was a... State Cup, I believe, in roughly around 2014. Mm-hmm. Started off at the Junior State Cup in Queensland, and um, yeah, pretty raw. I was um, just coming back to Oztag pretty much then, and um, yeah, it was a, a good tournament. Didn't referee as many games as I would have liked to, but I was also coaching a young team at the time, so trying to juggle the both was a bit tricky back in those days, but it's a lot easier now. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good experience, good learning experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, and as a referee, I know you've played Oztag and you've played for Australia as, as a player. As a referee, what is the State Cup, Nationals? Have you have you been on a tour before? Have you done a tour anywhere? And if you did, um, can you remember what it was? Not refereeing-wise. Obviously, the Australian um, team you mentioned mm-hmm. in 2015. But, um, no, my first actual big Australian tournament was uh, Senior Nationals this year. So that's the first tournament. That's the first Nationals you've done in your career? First Nationals I've done in my career, correct. Wow. And you ended up getting the men's opens, quarters, semis and finals. Good job. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, no, that was a, a pretty good tournament. So well, was, is um, there... I've got a part two of that question on a tour there, but since you didn't do a tour, is there a, in the, on that last nationals? Is there a, a story that you can share? Maybe an incident that happened on the game, or something funny, or something average that happened on that weekend? Um, not really. I got quite lucky in the games that I was given. So the the games that I was doing were quite um, like high level and high intensity. There was a lot of a lot of movement. Um, 
and had to be on my game pretty much the whole entire time. So I didn't really get to sort of relax into any games. They were all pretty much on the go the whole time. Even I did a one um, senior women's game and that was probably one of the best games of the weekend. In over the weekend at Nationals, then, does any player, you know, that you ref stand out like, well, that player's got something or that player's just a standout or freakish or anything like that? Um, there was a young fella from Central Coast, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure of the name, but he played open mix. And he was just electric. He was so quick. And I thought I'd be 10 steps ahead of him just to try and figure out where he was going to go. So I ended up in the right spot. He was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because actually, actually, that's a good one. Um, going back to your last question, he tried to get it under my skin a little bit um, at the very start of the game, and I kind of nipped it in the butt straight away. And um, he was a little bit cheeky trying to get away with a couple of things, but we sorted it out straight away. And it was quite funny. The opposition coach was um, telling him that I had some pretty good eyes, and I was watching him. So that's probably a good little story, actually. Excellent. All right. One of my one of my favourite things to ask referees that I have on the podcast is there a rule you don't like? Also, if you could change rule, what would it be? P.S. This rule can be anything you want. Uh, the rule I don't like is when a defender is going in to make a tag and a attacker is trying to pass the ball and it comes in contact with the tagger's hand. Let's say the tagger is just going for the tags, not playing at the ball at all. Mm-hmm. and uh, the ball then goes back to the attacking side. I think us as, this is coming from a referee point of view, mm-hmm. us as referees need, like, we should be watching that stuff all the time, and I think it's pretty clear cut. You can see when a defender is actually playing at a ball or actually going in for the tags. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I know that the attackers get a lot of advantages in, in our game, but I think as a little win for a defender, like if an attacker wants to try and throw that 50-50 pass, and it touches a defender's hand who's actually just going in for the tag, I don't think it should be uh, sticked again to the attacking side. I believe it's a loose carry, so to speak. Okay. That's interesting. I haven't had that one before. All right. What about yeah. a, what about then, while we're, before you tell me a rule that you would like to like to see, what do you think a scorer's kick? Um, at a Nationals, I don't think it should be implemented. I believe if... If you get scored against, you should have the right to kick off and therefore you've got a great advantage of kicking a 50-10 off a kick off all the ball going dead or you've pinned the attackers back down in their own half. Um, I don't believe you should, um, if you've had a try scored against, you should be disadvantaged by A, working it out of your own end mm-hmm. and um, same thing, having a 50-10 or the ball going dead and forcing a drop out off the kickoff. Okay, so not a fan of that. All right. What about another rule? One of my pet hates, and you're probably a prime expert, uh, person to talk about it. You've refereed Queensland, and you've, you said you've come from New South Wales as refereeing. Surrender rule: Is it good for the game or bad for the game? I'm still on the fence. Um, obviously, doing Queensland State Cup, you watch teams that are really, really good at it, and they can use it to their advantage, and it's quite good to watch. And it is an actual skill. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas when you go down to a Nationals and you're like refereeing these Sydney teams and they're just so quick and so fluid and the game just flows mm-hmm. and I find I can get in a better rhythm myself and just let the game flow, which is 
ultimately what as a referee what you want to see happen. You just want the game to flow. You want to stay out of it. You want the teams to play. Um, so I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't really affect me in any way. I mean, uh, I suppose up in Queensland refereeing, I can kind of choose spots to relax in when I know teams are just driving out settling. I don't have to move as much, especially when they're coming out of their own end. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I like the exciting tag. I like to stay out of it and just, as I said, let let the teams play. Do you think it helps by having the surrender order, it helps the contact? Um, oh, to an extent, yes. Yep. Um, you're still gonna like you still got players going 100 mile an hour, and with the the stick it rule that we have up here in um, Queensland, the way that we play it, um, I mean you still got two bodies going into each other at pace, and so you're always going to have contact at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. If you could invent a rule or introduce a rule, what would it be? Now, I've floated this one around at our local venue and I've got mixed reactions from it, but I think um, I, I think if you're just adding one, just off the top of my head and what I've been thinking about, I think if you've got a player offside from either a kickoff or a dropout, the referee can point them out and they are then out of that play until the breakdown of play. So until the tag's been made, then they're allowed to rejoin line, but they need to not have any impact on the play at all. So they can't move forward. They can't make the attacker run around them. So I believe that, yeah, dropping a player, if they're offside off a, or a dropout, I think that's a pretty good one to, to bring in. It'd be quite interesting, especially off a dropout. Would that be easy to police? I mean, 90% of the time, let's go 95% of the time, everyone's onside off a kickoff. So, and generally, if you've got someone offside, it's only one, one or two players max. So I think yeah, if you've once you've identified it, you've got it, you've got enough time to to point them out or call a number, or if you're good enough to get their names during the game, mm-hmm. call out their name. I think it, I think they'd react to it. Okay, interesting. But it, it all comes in like a, same again, like different referee standard, different positions off kickoff. So I think that's another thing we need to bring in is where referees now stand off a kickoff with the. Obviously, the new ruling as well of the ball doesn't have to travel 10 metres and some referees are standing sort of 15, sometimes a little bit further metres down the field. Do you like that rule? Um, yeah, like I can understand it off dropouts. Like the same thing off dropouts, but most teams these days now, with the, like they've found a way around it. They don't want to touch the ball. They'll just stand there and get the penalty anyway. So it's kind of a, a silly one off a kickoff because mm-hmm. you're still going to end up in the same spot. Certainly is, yep. Okay. One of the good things, you, like I said, you, you've refed, you've played the game and you do it at your local comp, which is um, Labrador, which uh, Ange and, and Ray uh, Ray Dent run, and they do a pretty good job at it, good old rabbits. And do you think over, and you've been there for a while, do you find that the the quality of tag is getting better uh, in, in terms of attack or defence, or you think it's getting worse, or you think it's the same? What What, what do you think? Um, obviously, we had to muck around with the whole COVID situation that, and that kind of gave everyone a rest um, up here in Queensland, not too long of a rest. We actually got pretty lucky. Um, I think the game's at a turning point now where all the juniors are starting to come up, changing of the guard, so to speak. So all your players that have been around forever are sort of moving up into your senior division. So we've got these young whippersnappers coming in now, and it's just 
turning the game on its head and it's a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel it's a lot faster and it's just getting more exciting. Like they're trying new things that obviously we get into a routine when you've got the same people that you're refereeing all the time and then you get these young ones coming in and it just keeps everyone on their toes. Mm-hmm. So I think now it's, yeah, it's, it's starting to get really interesting and really exciting. I find the younger ones, and I hope people don't take this the wrong way, I find the young ones try, try a lot more things and if it doesn't come off, they don't really care. Where yeah, Where the old days, you try something, don't go off, you oh, shit, I've let the team down, you know, but now it's, oh, well, don't work, we'll just try it again, something like, you know what I mean? There's just, it's a bit more free, free-living kind of tag. and don't get me wrong, it's good when it sticks and stuff like that, but when it's off, it's off. But I think yeah. that the, the younger generation, are, it's, oh, yeah, we'll just do it, you know, I know that. You know, you go back 10 years ago in Queensland, Oztag, people go, Oztag, Sonny Oztag, Scott, don't worry about it. Who cares? Now the younger ones are coming. They're playing more Junior State Cup and they're playing Senior State Cup. You know, we're, we're having more teams go to Nationals now. So it, it's a little bit more, um, you know, they, they want to be there and they want to do it. But when it comes to playing, like I said, local comp and stuff, like, I think they're they're faster, they're trying things because they don't really, if it works, it works, don't, don't. But in the old days, we used to worry about things like that. I just... It's a bit more free flowing these days. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. You're 100 percent right, and you and you do see the older ones that get a bit narky when these young ones start doing those little exciting things, and especially when they don't come off. But then, obviously, as you said, when they do come off, they're the first one praising them because it looks unreal. Yeah. Some of the things they can do are pretty impressive. <laughs> in uh, in all your um refereeing i've got some other couple of questions here in relation to all your refereeing and stuff like that and you have you know you've refereed individual games and in queensland we we do buddies sometimes do you like the buddy system um at at, um tournaments yeah it's it's really good because um you get obviously your break and you're not sort of fatigued and it just allows you to do more games Mm -hmm. and then you can kind of um you kind of work with other referees, especially the ones, the younger ones that are coming. It gives you a chance to, to really work with them and sort of guide them in the right direction where where the game's going. Um, and it's just, a, it's like another, a mentoring program pretty much as well. Like you, you help these young ones to grow the game because um, obviously we need referees and at tournaments we need good referees. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a tool to use for, our senior referees to help the junior ones. Yeah, 100%. And I know you're a bit of a fan of this one, so I, I pretty much know the answer. But levels for referees, are you for that? Levels, doesn't matter, you call it one, two, three, four, A, B, C, D, whatever it is. Are you a fan of having different levels so referees get better and they've got something to aim for? I'm a huge fan <laughs> of it because you, you then have referees that actually want to be there, they want to be refereeing, and they actually want to get better. Mm-hmm. You can't have referees these days. Just yeah, I'm just I'm just here to get paid. Give the game what it needs. You need to want to be there to referee. You can't just rock up and go. Oh, I'm just here to get paid to make up a number. Sure. That that's when you start getting players that start saying all the nice things that they always say to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I I'm really for it. Okay, very good. And as you know, the World Cup is in Ireland next year. And, yep. you know, there's a lot of referees that from Australia, Queensland, New South Wales, um, that, that would like to go to that. If that opportunity uh, arises for you getting selected, would you go? 
Most definitely, mate. I think I'd be stupid not to. That's a, yeah, a pretty big achievement in my books, going to a World Cup and I think there's, over in Ireland especially. Yeah, I think there's 10 referees going, so it'll be very interesting to see uh, what referees go and and how they do it. I think we'll leave that up to um, Maddie to, to decide on that one. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I'd like to... Yeah, the powers to be. But I'd like to, um, yeah, it'd be very interesting. Um, as we, you know, as we this podcast goes on probably very soon, Australian teams, some of the Australian teams have been, uh, as we speak, being put up. And um, it's probably going to take a couple of more days because certain teams are up and some certain teams. So going on some of the, the messages that I've seen on, on, on Facebook, some of them pretty good, some of them pretty average. Um, I think a lot of people just need to take a deep breath before... Uh, they start commenting and make sure they have the exact correct facts. As a friend yeah. of mine says, facts, um, before you jump down the gun, because there's a lot of those players uh, said no to not representing Australia. Um, it'd be very interesting to see referees, even though we're talking about referees, uh, it'd be interesting to see if those referees, if you got invited, they say no. But um, I think there's 10 coming from Australia. I think there's 10 from New Zealand. And, you know, of course, the rest have come from Ireland and England. So it'd be very good. So... I wish you all the best for that one. If you get selected, that'd be good. We Thank might, you, mate. We might, that. we, we might be able to go on the same plane if that happens, but hopefully you know yeah, well, sooner so sooner than later. Um, just a couple of more questions before we go. In relation to um, that refereeing and that levels, where do you think Oztag in the next five years can go in terms of, of the game itself? Do you Do you have an idea where... It could be, you know, recognised as a sport. Do you think that? I mean, you, you are refereeing rugby league up in Queensland and I think you do a pretty good job there. I think you've got a few awards on that one, so you're a bit of on a roll in the last two years. Do you think up there, especially in Queensland, that Oztag can be recognised as a sport or you you don't think football's just too well, big and it won't happen? Most definitely it could be, mate. Like, just look at the players and especially like you, you look at the national tournament that we just had, like the calibre of players and the quality of Oztag that was played down there, mm-hmm. by all means it can go a lot further than where it's at now. So, yeah, the next five years, if there's a lot of hard work done, I'm most definitely, mate, most definitely. Okay. It's it's interesting you say that because a few people that I've spoken to, that the, one of the biggest problems that I, I have is that everyone says, yeah, we've got to make it a professional sport, we've got to make it a professional sport, but then... They do things, and not I'm not saying Australian Oztag. I'm saying players themselves or associations. They go away from the goal, and then they come back every now and then. So, it's it, it'd be interesting to see what happens in the next five years of Oztag. In relation to referees, where would you like the referees to go? Do you think there should be a criteria of, let's say, you know, we do our levels in New South Wales, Queensland, ACT, Melbourne. Um, we all do these levels, and should that at state cup level or national level or whatever, ITS tournament or whatever it may be, especially juniors, because let's be honest, junior state cup in New South Wales is 380 teams. That's more than, you know, state cup and nationals that he put together. Are we looking at saying, okay, if you're only at X amount of level, it goes to state cup, or should you say every referee should go, but if you're a level one, you should be teamed up with a level four? How do you, how do we not fix it? But how would you like to see the referees moving forward? Well, I think like Australia-wide, we need to implement the level system um, like we have in Queensland. Mm-hmm. And as I touched on before, like you've got those levels there and they can be used for um, all good purposes with your senior referees that are higher levels, obviously mentoring, helping the, the younger ones. But for your state cups and that, for the respect of the players, I think they deserve to have the best referees there for mm-hmm. the game. Yep. 
So, as a, yeah, giving back to the players, um, yeah, most definitely have to be at a certain level. So let's say we're, we're with Queensland, let's say you're level two as a minimum. Yep. Um, I believe that's, that's fair enough. And then, yeah, start them off in, um, in our buddy system. Yep. Um, I think that'll work great um, with a senior referee. Yep. And then they're only going to grow from there because when you're refereeing good games, good quality Oz tags, with other good referees, you pick up things. Like I, I still to this day sit there and watch other referees, doesn't matter what level they are, and I'm still picking up things and obviously passing on my knowledge as well. So, I, yeah, I believe those levels are going to do nothing but help the game. Uh, what about the breakup? And you've been, like I said, been refereeing and playing for a while. What do you think the breakup of males to female referees are now? Do you think there's more female referees coming into the game? Definitely a lot more yeah, junior girls refereeing than I've ever seen before. Yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll speak on behalf of Labrador. I was telling you, like, we've got, um, I think we've got about five or six young young girls that have come through and actually a couple of them have, um, we've blooded them into the senior competition as well and, and they've held their own too, which is really good to see. And they are quite young girls as well. So they're, they're pretty fresh and they, they actually want to be there. They want to referee. They want to learn. They ask questions. So, you know, the... the the females are coming through, and it's really good to see. Ray does a pretty good job with those referees in encouraging them and looking after them. So he's done a pretty, I'll say, amazing job because there's a lot of referees that go there. And I know he just took, I think it could have been 10 over to the New Zealand uh, Junior Nationals, which happened last week. That's a pretty mean feat to get 10. I mean, we don't count Ray as a, as a, uh, a junior because he was including himself, but he took a lot of young kids over there, which I thought they had the time of their life, and they... They learn something different. Yeah, no, exactly right. What Ray and Ange are doing down there at Labrador is um is pretty good, and I think they're one of the only ones in Queensland at the moment that are doing it. They've just got a program there that allows these junior referees to feel that they can come to anyone and and speak to them about refereeing and deal with dramas and and um ask questions, yeah, especially especially parents on the sideline. That, that's a big one, especially with juniors like that's. That's quite daunting as a press referee coming into a junior game. You've got parents on the sideline screaming at little Johnny, thinking he's the bee's knees of everything. So it's, um, no, it's good. It's really good what they're doing there. They've, they've got a program there where we've got some really good senior referees that are always there watching and coaching and mentoring every game. So they're always around. So it's, it's really good what they're doing. Excellent. So when you get a little bit older and you're, you don't do your 12 games a week or 15 games a week. Would you like to probably do some of those games, but then probably just help referees? Is that one of the goals that you might have? Yeah, well, that, that's exactly what we're doing now as well, as I was saying at Labrador. So I go down on a Monday night and um, stand there with the three junior referees over three games and just sort of watch them. And if I've got any feedback for them, give them feedback. Or if they've got any questions, they ask. And then um, we go from there. Exactly right. So, no, right. it's really good. All right, before we go, there's two questions, two more. First one is, your little man's uh, started to play Oztag. How did that go? Mate, he thinks he's um, Nathan Cleary at the moment, so... <laughs> he's got the haircut he thinks, he thinks he's, Yeah, exactly right. He <laughs> thinks he's a little weapon. No, he's, he's going really good at that, mate. He loves it. Excellent. Um, and the last one, in terms of um, refereeing and the little ones playing and your wife plays... Is Benny Holt coming back to play Oztag? 
I don't have a desire to get back on the field as a player at this stage. Um, however, me and Emily have been talking a bit and um, there may be an opportunity to come back for one senior mixed tournament, a one-off. And um, when I get to that senior mixed age, I'm not there just yet. So when I'm able to, I think, yeah, we might see me running around for one more tournament, probably just a state cup. I don't think I could do nationals. Both Holtz in the same team. I'll put my hand up to coach that. Oh, not. Anyway. You're a brave man. <laughs> All right, so I really appreciate you coming on. And um, if you've got any ideas, I'm more than happy to have you on. I think I've got a couple of things happening in the next couple of months, especially just after Christmas. I'm going to get you on with two other people, and we're going to pretty much dissect a uh, – not dissect, but the rule book. There's a couple of things in there, especially of the new rules, and the ITF just released a, uh, a whole new policy as well. So, um, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a question. I know I've changed the subject, but one more before you go. The ITF have just sent out all these rules that they want everyone to comply to play by. Should Australia have a two point box? No I've never I've never really liked a two point box. When we played the Trans Tasman in 2015, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a real fan of it. To be honest with you, it, mm-hmm. I was playing open mix. So obviously, girls were two points, and we're we're used to that anyway. But yeah. It didn't really phase me. I never went out there to try and. But do you score think if we, if, if Australian Oz Tag brought that in, and I can understand that at tournaments. I mean, I, I, I don't think I. It's, it, you sit on the fence when it comes to tournaments. I mean, overseas when you go to New Zealand or that, and the World Cup coming, I got no problem with it. It's something different for us to to regroup. But at domestic level, I, I don't think it can work. I think some of those games that are blown out, 15-1, Could you imagine? There's a two point box. Teams oh, yeah, exactly beaten, right. they're, just, they're just not going to come back, especially C-grade and D-grade players. They're there to have a bit of social fun, and that's hard enough. But a two-point box, I just I don't think it could work. But I always like to ask referees that thought. I, I can't see it happening in Australia, but they, there's a, no. policies there, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, yeah. it's enough of me ranting. All right, no, so all I, I really appreciate you coming on. We'll talk very soon. Um and everybody out there, appreciate you listening. And uh, there's a couple of team, a couple of more podcasts coming very soon, especially since the Australian teams have been released. And we'll have the crew in to discuss a few of them and maybe some of the coaches. So everyone out there, take care, and we'll talk very, very soon.